Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern. You know, I'm going to go through this whole thing, but I think we all started as interns. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiona. And a quick shout out, guys, girls, gays, and theys. We have got a whole bunch going on. We've got one of my favorite TikTokers coming on today, but I'm going to give like a bit of a trigger warning here. We're going to start with something really, really depressing. So welcome to the show, Bear. Hey, good to be here as always. I and I'm totally like introing you like a guest. I know, and I, but I am also totally right next to you at our usual setup. I am not 60 plus miles away at my gym. Everybody watching the live stream knows you're lying. The chair next to me is empty. That's right. I'm being told on as I speak. Darn uh-huh. it. Oh, so that's right. today really fucking sucks. I'd like to remind everyone every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society, and free MMA. We swear because we can. Fuck yeah. I think like it's it's a really, really rough day. So for those that don't know, about two years ago, um, I lost my son because of a drunk driver. And not two days ago. Uh, a friend of Bears, one of the referees uh, in the fight game and a partner of uh, Joe Stevenson, Ryan, was hit, he and his wife, while they were on the side of the freeway with some car trouble by a drunk driver. And yeah. he passed last night. Yeah, and I actually got more of the story today, but, you know, it, it, it was terrible. It was an off-duty police officer hit them while they were on the side of the road having car trouble. And I guess part of the reason why... His wife survived. Ryan's wife lived, thank God. And he sadly passed was because she stayed buckled in and went to sleep. He had unbuckled to adjust himself in the moment that uh, in the moment of impact. It's awful. Well, everyone at the that's actually why I'm out here for uh, for everyone curious. Normally on Fridays, I'm doing a lot of self training at the at my own gym back in Cathedral City. But right now, everyone's kind of in shambles. So I'm doing my best, doing my part to help my coach out, taking over classes, helping take care of the gym while I'm here. Uh, just trying to keep everything together for everybody. Ryan was a really good guy at uh, Bear's last fight. So we go in and Ryan was apparently supposed to be Bear's referee. And he comes running over and he gives me a big old hug and he gives Bear a big old hug. And they're like, um, do you know this guy? He's like, kinda. Like, yeah, he gave himself away, didn't he? You can't ref his fight. <laughs> he got kicked out of as as the referee because, you know, I guess it's bad form to run over and hug one of the competitors. And then another mutual friend of ours, Christina, was supposed to be one of the judges, but they saw that we also had uh, some camaraderie. <laughs> Com- camaraderie, sorry. Yeah. And uh, they stopped her from judging that fight, too. They had a, they had a judging, <laughs> like, circuit. They could pick different three different judges each time. Yeah, your friend. And they booted her that. from that one. Yeah. <laughs> Your friends got kicked out, but it was, it was really cute. That, that, that'll always stick with me was just Brian getting kicked out of being your referee because, you know, he ran over and hugged you. <laughs> Listen, he, it was okay. We ended up having a good fight. We made it work. Would if he was the ref, would I have enjoyed it more? Probably. Yeah. But nonetheless, I think it's rather shocking to me 
that in today's day and age, we still have people drinking and driving. There has well, to be a point that, you know, that's not okay. I, I can tell you, I've been out with Bear quite a few times, obviously, because, you know, he he is the random man that sleeps in my bed. But, um, yeah, very random. <laughs> Okay. I don't even know you. Why am I on this radio show? <laughs> okay, we 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 share a place sometimes. Um, but <laughs> you know, if he has one beer, he has me drive. Like he just doesn't drink and drive at all, and I find it interesting. You know, everyone I know is like that, so it's so strange to me that people are still doing this. There's a world. Sorry, I, I'm not trying to cut you off. Yeah. We just have a little bit of that delay. There's a world of opportunity. In, in which that anyone at any point can call can call uh, someone else to come and pick them up, whether it's friends, family, work acquaintances, Uber. even or Uber, Lyft. You know, there's so many different ways for you to get home that don't involve you putting getting behind the wheel of the car when you're intoxicated or under the influence of some kind of chemical. And so it's it's baffling to me that people still make that decision. And of course, of course, when you're so blackout drunk, you're not going to be even making cut. You're not even making. Uh, rational decisions anyway. So I think when you're at that point, you're more likely uh, to get behind the wheel of a car, but that's why you need to have good people around you or, you know, not get shit-faced. I think what catches me is it's never, it doesn't occur to me to go, you know, I'm drunk, I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive home. And I know when I was 20, maybe there would have been a couple of times I shouldn't have driven. But in the last 10 years or so, I've lost so many people to drunk drivers that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't consider it as an adult. You know, I know 20 is an adult, but I was a dumb adult. Um, so I find it bizarre. I mean, you're only 25 and you don't behave in that way. It doesn't occur to you to behave in that way. So to see a grown man, a police officer driving and take the life of someone like Ryan, someone that contributes so much to the community, that works with kids, that does all that Ryan does, is shocking to me. Again, I think it's when you get so intoxicated that you can't think straight, you're going to make these kinds of decisions. That That's just what happens. That's what alcohol does to the brain. You're not going to make intelligent moves, but then the responsibility comes down to you as to find someone else to come with you if you're going to do this, or don't get go don't go to that extent. Clearly, this guy has an out has it, listen. Here's why I see it: he either had an alcohol issue prior, or he had never drank alcohol in his life, and I sincerely doubt it's the latter. Yeah, there is cops drink a lot; they're not allowed to do anything else. But <clears throat> That's not clearly a, a recipe for success here. Yeah, but most cops are smart enough, you know, not to do that. Good point. At least you'd hope given that that's their job. Uh, so it's been, so that's depressing. And then Illuminati, uh, for those that don't know, know, Illuminati is a content creator on YouTube. She totally uh, victimized and traumatized a bloke. She said she was going to be helping out. She threw away his YouTube bu play button. She stole his stuff and ruined his life. Um, so she's having a lot of trouble. She's lost 200,000 subscribers. I can't think of anyone that deserves it more. And, um, but what you've seen in her last couple of videos, it's interesting. She seems to be making a Hail Mary play. Um, essentially what she's doing is putting like three, four, five ads right back to back in her content. So you'll see like HelloFresh who just got a bunch of complaints about working with her and a bunch of these other ads just pushed in. So I think she's trying to finish out her contracts basically before she That's so weird. the channel. 
Oh, you think she's going to dump the channel over this? I think if she's smart, she'll dump the channel. Because if she wants to, she could just easily start a new channel. Start with a new audience. Do like Lego unboxing videos and target kids. It's really easy, really easy to get AdSense that way and just go there. Yeah, but that's a hell of a restart. What is she at? 1.5 million followers. And well, that's a YouTube account. That's not an easy build. That's for a lot of, for most content creators out there right now who even have hundreds of thousands of followers currently. They have been at this for decades. I There's a content creator out there right now by the name of Fluffy with two E's. He's been doing this since before YouTube probably even uh, started using phones or camera. I got how long ago has he been on there now? A decade Fluffy's or so about, plus? Yeah, he's been about 15 years. 15 years. And he's got less followers than her. Now, granted, a lot of it, and I like him, but a lot of it's because he didn't change with the times. You got to stay, you have to stay relevant. But the point is. We still watch his content, though. I know. But the point is, we, we, she's way ahead of people who've been doing this for years and years and years and so i don't i really don't think she's gonna dump it i think what she's doing is because she recognized the loss in uh subscriber count she realized that a lot of her uh ad sensor ad revenue is going to go down she's not going to get the same amount of money as she normally would because less followers means less views in which case she's trying to bust out as many of these ads as she can to compensate for the loss in revenue. Yeah, but by embedding three ads next to each other, you are absolutely um, going against your contracts. One of the things you know very well is when you make a deal with these companies, um, it's very hard to get someone to click that link and go over to whoever sponsored you. So doing three, there's no way they're going to click three different links to support her. And she's just going to piss off her advertisers. Well, I hope she doesn't expect to get paid then for what she's doing. This is just terrible all around. It's so, it's, like, it's like someone is, she's in a panic. She's not thinking clearly in any way here. I, I understand that. But when you look at someone like Illuminati, there is a long history of this behavior. I mean, look what happened with the click. Look what happened with a lot of these online content creators. Um, guys, we're going to be going to break in a moment and we come back. We're going to be on with our very, very special guest. I'm going to have Bear do the intro, but I do want to say for those of you that were writing in and saying Mr. Beast got arrested, he did not. It was a prank. It was funny. They actually managed to scare the crap out of Mr. Beast, but no, he he did not actually get arrested. It was a YouTube prank. I thought it was clever. Well, fair enough. So good we, prank, bro. Good, good prank, bro. You made Mr. Beast cry. At least he didn't actually get arrested for something. Like not like that guy who flew his plane, it was flying his plane and jumped out. I'm starting to think that a lot of creators are just morons. And I, no offense, Beck, but like your crowd, weird guys, weird dudes. I have an excuse. I get hit in the head a lot. <laughs> I'm waiting to see theirs. Yeah, no kidding. I wish them luck on that one. So, guys, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with Mama Tot. She has 11.6 million followers. She started it in August after quarantine. She's got, look, I know you guys follow her. That's why you're here. We've had her on before. You all tweeted like crazy to get her back on. We did. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be chatting with her. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. 
racers and rental cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, Bear Spirit and Cage, Bear Fielder, talking to Mama Tot. I gotta tell you, she is part of the feel-good part of the internet. If you feel shitty, watch her. I promise you will feel better. She makes everyone feel better. Miss Ophelia, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Well, we're really happy to have you. Absolutely. Hi. Thank you for coming on. I'm like, I'm sitting here spoiling antibiotics. Don't tell anyone I have a cold. <laughs> I, th- I think everyone knows I've been complaining about it for the last two weeks. So how did you get into TikToking? For everyone that I not that anyone in the world doesn't know you have like 11 million followers. You're pretty much part of the, uh, the culture now, but for any, <laughs> well, you know, there's seven people that haven't seen you. How'd you get into it? Well, I, I really wasn't trying to, I, I had created the account just to be a watcher like most people do. Um, my teenagers at the time, you know, kept sending me these funny because I'm I'm a huge comedy lover. And, you know, they would find these really funny videos, these TikTok videos and send them to me. But the app was trying to get me to, you know, create an account. And I just thought, OK, well, let me just let me just create an account so that I can watch it. Um, and I did. I, I created it to be a watcher. And then. I come across a video of someone really struggling with something and I immediately got with my daughter and I said, you, you've got to tell me how to do it or stitch or something. I, I need, I need to talk to this person like immediately. So my daughter gave me like a five minute class on, on how to do a, a TikTok. Um, and I created this video, which was really just lifting somebody up when they really needed it the most. Um, and I posted the video and then I went back to my desk because I was on break at work and I just went back to my desk. And then within 30 minutes, uh, I, I realized what going viral looked like. My, my mm-hmm. phone was going, was just going nuts at the time. And I'm thinking, what is this? You know, and I opened it up. And the comments were, oh, my gosh, I needed this. Uh, yeah, I wish I had a mom like that. I think the number one comment that I seen was, I feel safe here. And I said, oh, okay, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this account 
to for outreach. I'm I'm going to use this account to help people feel better about themselves. But so that's basically how it started. So I wasn't seeking out to become a creator number one, or to even become a large creator. If that, I I, I it just wasn't on my mind. You know, there's a lot of people that that want to do that for like careers and and whatever reason. But no, it did not cross my mind at that moment because the only thing that I was focused on was really getting what I needed to say to that person. Um, and it just kind of went from there and it just don't stop. It just keeps going and going and going. I can't. It's that funny. is absolutely crazy. I think it's interesting. I actually, after uh, we were talking about it in the first segment, my son was killed by a drunk driver about two years ago and I binge watched your huh. stuff. Um, after that happened, because it helped me to watch other people start to feel better, as odd as it sounds, and watching you make them feel better helped me. And I spoke to a lot of people like that, and I actually recommend it in the mums that have lost kids groups and all kinds of stuff. Everyone follows you now. And I think you are one of the few people that I can say I'm so glad you went viral because you weren't looking for fame. You were just looking to do a good thing, and it's made you famous. And I think that's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that you've got this platform. It's so, it's, if, for one, I am, my heart goes out to you for you losing your baby like that. Uh, I certainly know what that feels like. Um, I, I I just can't do it, though. I just can't see myself as um, uh, a famous person or, or even close to it. I, I really just see myself as this regular lady from Mobile, Alabama, that just happens to have a large following. I I don't know. I, I don't know if I just don't want to allow my brain to, to think like that. I I just don't, I don't see myself in that way, but I, I do understand that there are a lot of people that do, um, which is, you know, why I'm, I'm always very understanding and, and thoughtful uh, as the way that they, you know, perceive me because, you know, you when you think of celebrity, you think of somebody from the movies or or just entertainment or something like that. And I just don't really see myself that maybe I'm old school or maybe social media is the new celebrity forum. I'm I'm, I'm not too sure, but I I, I want to stay thinking the way that I think for as long as I can because yes, I feel it keeps me humble. Um, and I, I don't ever want to change that. I, I, I just, I, I definitely want to be and stay humble, like right where I'm at. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. You've been uh, credited. Uh, Oops, sorry, Ben. It's like, I just want, I just want to agree with that absolutely. And I actually had a follow up to that. Not only do you love making people feel better, you also have a thing for animals and animal rescue. How'd you get yeah. into that? Oh my goodness. Uh, all my life from a little girl, I was rescuing every stray animal to walk the neighborhood streets. Um, it just got worse when I met my husband uh, 17 years ago and quickly found out that I was not going to be the only animal lover in this family, that it was going to be both him and myself. Um, and we just went from there, you know, we have a lot of, lot of organizations and foundations here in Mobile, uh, geared towards the animal rescue. Um, and you know, we do things like, uh, you know, I, I hate that I have to miss this tomorrow, but, you know, go to the shelter and walk the dogs. Um, every dog that we have is a rescue except for our, our dog Jax. And he kind of came for the moment. I sent my husband to the pet store to get snake food and he comes back with a puppy. 
Like, I don't, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, but yeah, that, that's how we got Jax. But he's a huge animal lover. And our thing is to every time we travel, we're going to find a zoo. You know, we were just in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. We had to go to the zoo um, for our fifth anniversary. We had to go to New Orleans Zoo. Like, it's just our thing. Um, and if I was a millionaire, I would have already opened up my own animal rescue group that actually had tons of acres and property and it would be like a whole thing with us, but you know, we're not, we're, we're not rich, but if I ever do, that's going to be the first thing I do. Um, but yeah, it just got worse when I met him because he, he loves animals just as much as I do. I have to say, I, I love that about you. That is absolutely incredible. I'm going to tell everyone, make sure. So if you're following content creators, follow her. You'll keep giving money to girls taking their tops off. Give it to her. She'll help animals. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Get off OnlyFans. Give it to her. Um, I, I I love that. I think that's incredible. You're credited on Reddit um, as the content creator that has stopped the most people from committing suicide. Are you aware of that? No. There's an entire Reddit thing about you. You have, there are people that you're even recommended on uh, r slash suicide in different places for people to go listen to. Um, and you're credited no. as saving multiple lives. People have listened to you repeatedly. I am absolutely unaware of that. Uh, probably because I personally do not use that, that website, Reddit. I find it to just, I, I'm very cautious about keeping my mind and my mental health, you know, as clear and pure as possible. And I, although there might be good things on that website, there's also some really, really hurtful things to creators on that website. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I just, I refuse to go on it. So that's probably why I didn't know that. I've been told, I've been told from people, you know, I, I just did a, um, uh, an event for uh, Pride in uh, Pen uh, excuse me, Panama City, Florida, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks back, and I can't, I can't tell you how many people walked up to me and said, "You saved me." I, I mean, it's I get messages every single day of, I'll never forget the one that I got about six months ago, where someone, and you know, trigger warning for this, uh, someone told me they were sitting in a closet with something in their hand, contemplating taking their life. And their phone was sitting on their lap. And all of a sudden, a friend of theirs sent them one of my TikToks. Mm -hmm. She opened it up, listened to it, and just immediately started crying. You know, called up her friend, told her friend to come and get this thing that was in her hand, which was quite dangerous. And it saved her in that moment and now she is doing wonderful and she is in group therapy and she is keeping it going and she is the best that she's ever been today and i will never forget me sitting at the foot of my bed with my phone in my hand reading that i just thought no i i didn't save you i i just gave you the tools to figure it out how to do it all by yourself because at the end of the day it's you you are the one that's fighting for your life, not me. I'm just giving you the tools to do it, you know? I think it's incredible that you do that. And if you get a chance, I agree with you on Reddit, although I spend an embarrassing amount of time on it. <laughs> um, I, if you get a chance, go have a look. There is an entire community there of people that say you've saved their lives. 
I'll, yeah, I'll send you. It, I'll send you a link. Just the good parts, though. It's a. It's a. It it tugs at my heart because I just know that I'm supposed to do what what I'm doing right now because nothing has changed about me my entire life. If I ever see somebody in need, I'm going to try to figure out how to fix it. I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing if someone is 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 not okay at the moment. I, I've always been this way. The, the thing is, is that my platform allows me to reach a whole heck of a lot more people at one time instead of just one person. And I, I am aware of, I, I'm, I'm aware of the things that I do that have allowed people to be okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll just say it like that for them to be okay. Do you think you're, ability to reach people is something that other people can study. I know that sounds odd, but so many people want to do it. Do you think it's something that can be learned or do you think it's something that's innate? I think it's from experience is what I think. Um, like, for instance, uh, I am very open about the type of relationship that I have with my mother, which she was not good to me in, in all aspects of my life. And by the time I hit my late 20s, I had decided I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm, I'm going to remove myself out of her life. And I have not been back since. OK, mm -hmm. so that right there, I already know. I already know what it feels like to not have one of those moms that is a mom first, but your best friend second. A mom that when you get home from school, the first thing they ask is, how was your day? Like the, I wanted that so bad growing up. I wanted to get off the school bus and walk through the door and have a mom that says, how was your day? But I didn't. I The closer my bus would get to my bus stop, I would start to have anxiety because I didn't know what type of mother I would get that day. And I still have anxiety from that today. So I understand what it feels like to not have one of those good moms, okay? which comes across in my videos because I want it to, because I know what it feels like. I had a Miss Jenny. That was my childhood friend, Sarah's mom. I still love her today very much in my life. She taught me everything good about being a good mom. So every all of the knowledge that I have today, the only thing that comes from my mom was everything I learned what not to do, you know? And I, it's a, it, it comes from experience. Like, you know, I'm on my second marriage. I, I've been with my husband 17 years. Of course, it'll be my last one. But I've went through a divorce. I went through a domestic violence relationship. I, I have went through all of these life experiences to be able to understand where someone might be in their life in that moment and how it feels. I've been alone. I've had times where I didn't have friends you know, my dad died when I was 13, and now I've added the most horrific thing that could ever possible happen to anybody is to lose a child to, to yeah. now this, you know, roster of horrible things that, that I have been through. So and and but most importantly, you you have to you have to have empathy for just people in general. You have to be able to look at each person as a human being, not not at their past, not at what they did when they were 21 years old. You you want to look at them today and how they treat you as a person. You you have to be empathetic with people. You have to care. 
You have to oh care. You can't be taught how to care. You actually have to give a dang about people. You know. Yeah, you do. That yeah, you absolutely. Do very well put. I like that. That's actually the best way I've heard it put. I think we've gone past when we're supposed to go to break. So, guys, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be chatting some more. I get, I get so caught up listening to you. I think because I watch you all the time that I just sit there and stare. All right, guys, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And I do have to give a quick shout out to KM Extends. They're doing my hair extensions for uh, Phoenix Comic Con. And Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon, thank you for always making me look red carpet ready. We do have some giveaways this week. They are going to be from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. And shout out to Sinzaya's Boutique. I had a sorry from them. Absolutely gorgeous. I think I'm going to get one of those for con. So, guys, welcome welcome back to the show. I got to tell you, I'm your barely computer literate host that nearly broke everything. And we are on with our very special guest, Miss Ophelia. She is, of course, Mama Tot and my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage. Bear Fiora. Thank you guys for coming back. I don't know what I did. I broke stuff. Oh, you're fine. Uh, for those that don't know, we actually come in over Zoom. So where you can watch it on the live streams or you can listen to it on air or it goes to other stations and things. Um, it's also it's recorded live on Fridays and it's done via Zoom because it had to be set up so I could be on set or Bear could be away at training. And so we set it up this way and I broke Zoom, which which puts me in a very special category because I also once broke IMDB. Um. <laughs> I, it was terrible. Not a good day. Nearly got fired. So, Miss Ophelia, you reach out to so many people. You touch so many people with what you do. What are your goals? Do you want to get bigger? Do you want to go multi-platform? Where do you want to take this? Because what you do is invaluable. I I don't really I, I really don't have any goals. I know that sounds terrible, <laughs> but. I don't, I, I, when people ask me that, I, I really just say wherever the good Lord takes me, because 
I mean, I had no idea I was even going to be here. So, you know, I whatever happens, happens. Um, I just get up every day. I, I pretty much do the same thing. And whatever opportunities come my way that I, I feel would be okay or, or best for myself and my family, then then I'll do that. Um, but I don't, I, you know, I, I'm not really like trying to, do this or do that. I, I like things to just fall into place where the universe, you know, says, Hey, you're going to go this way for a little while. or You're going to go that way for a little while. See, That's why I love when, when people like you and people like bear, he runs a children's charity, get big online. You do all of these wonderful things and you guys are like, eh, it's not important when it's someone like me or someone like the Cardassians, we're like, we're selling penis pills. Like it's going to be something really shitty, but when good hey, people do it, it makes a big difference. And I like that. I think it's good for people like to have the, someone uh, to look up to. You guys are like the grifters in the entertainment world. <laughs> we, we are, we are the kind hearted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I know what I am. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I think that, I think that even social media, especially with what you do, Ophelia, it doesn't exactly impact one community because everyone could feel good my thing is a bunch of kids who want to fight who do train to fight or who just look up to people who want to they want to learn how to train basically and defend themselves but that's not like that's maybe niche for me but for you that's just another person who can listen to you talk about uh what you do and have them feel good about themselves anyone can be susceptible to that anyone can listen to that it doesn't matter where they come yeah. from or what group they consider themselves to be a part of you touch everyone you know, it's it's so it's so wild that because every video I do is gonna be for for somebody. It, it really it's gonna be for somebody. Um, and there there is a niche for everything and everyone. Um, that I think that's why I I do my account the way that I do because you really never know what you're gonna get every single day. Uh, you know, this day might be more emotional and sitting down with people. The next day I'm I'm doing my Taster Tuesdays and trying some moonshine. You know, I, I keep it light and funny, but I also talk about the hard things that a lot of people don't talk about. And that's where it, it sits. It sits with people. So every video, somebody's going to find something that just really makes sense to them. Do you think this is going to sound terrible? I'm not going to say was it worth having such a dreadful mother, but do you think your experiences having such a dreadful, difficult? I'm trying to find a polite way of saying this. Your mom oh, was awful uh, to you. <laughs> yeah, listen, you you guys can ask me anything. I don't have anything off limits. I'm I'm so open. So please, whatever you want to ask me, ask me. Uh, I, nothing offends me. Um, I do, I do kind of think it was worth it. And because there were things that I got out of that relationship before I got out of that relationship with her. Um, was my mother terrible all day, every day? Maybe not every day, but uh, more days in the week than none. And there were things that I can appreciate her for today. I, you know, my mother was a very beautiful woman and took great pride in how sh she looked with like her appearance and, you know, always had makeup and hair and, you know, dressed very, she really taught me how to be presentable and really care about myself and, and things like that. But she didn't teach me the really important things, which was to love one another. 
you know, put your children first, fight for them. You know, it's there. there's so much she didn't teach me. And I, I feel like I would not be the mom that I am today had I not gone through all of those hardships with her. I, I really don't think that I would be the mom that I am today because in reality, it did teach me what not to do. And everything that I had wanted from her to do or to give me that I never got, I, I, I gave it I gave it to my young and, and I mean like just small things. You know, I my mother would go through my things in my bedroom when I was at school and I would feel so violated. Even yeah. though this was her home, she paid the bills, I get that, but I felt so violated. Well, with my daughter, with her growing up, I never did that. I never stepped into her in her privacy or her personal space like that. I wanted my daughter's room to feel like her little safe place, you know, where she could talk to her girlfriends and, you know, have a journal, you know, where she could really be free with herself in her own little getaway space. And so I never, ever did that because I knew what it felt like. I knew what it felt like. And so that's what I mean by I learned things not to do. And I, yeah, I mean, I kind of appreciate those parts of it. I think a lot of adults forget that children are people. And exactly. the more self-involved an adult is, mm-hmm. or they don't realize that children have their own thoughts and feelings or experiences. And it's, it's really sad. It's the, uh, I'm going to yeah. do a Harry Potter quote. It's the, uh, the sin of the old, of older men to forget what it was to be young. Yeah. You know, I want to, that- they are their own people and they should be able to branch out and, you know, see if they want to do this or if they want to wear this style of clothes. They should be able to have their home and their their room should just be their just 100 percent safe place. And if your baby knows that they could come to you with something, you know, really tough to talk about, I feel like you have made it. If your child comes to you and talks to you about something really hard to talk about, you have made it because you have 100% made a safe place for them and they know they're safe with you. And now they'll come to you through any of those hard times. I did that with them. And I'm, I'm pretty stinking proud of those type of moments right there because my di- my kids did come to me in some hard moments through high school and, and still today. And that, and the re, it, it was that I was accepting of them, no matter who they are or what they did, I was accepting of them. I was never accepted by my mother and it hurt. It, it hell, it still hurts today. You know, to, to add on to things you guys are talking about as well, I believe that you raise children, not, not as children, but you raise them to be adults. They already know how to be kids. When you're 13 years old, you know how to act like a 13 year old because you are that person right now. Yeah. You're being taught how to be a functional person as an adult. And yeah, so what right. you do with your kids, what you do with how you give them the privacy, how you teach them uh, what you do and encourage them to come talk to and give uh, let them grow that trust with you. That's only teaching them what to do with the next generation down the line and so yeah. on and so forth. And I think that's why a lot of the, the younger ones who come to your videos, and you can read it in your comments, um, yeah. consider you the mother they never had because that's mm-hmm. what they're looking for, uh, looking for somebody in you. That's what they want is that level of, care and attention and that's what they're going to learn from you and then hopefully bring that to their children or anyone else in their life who may need it i think i'm gonna tell you one thing one of the greatest thing you can do as a parent is just be supportive 
people have got to realize how far your children will go with you just being a supportive parent, just showing up and showing out and, and being supportive of them, man, it makes such a huge difference in your baby's life. Yeah. doesn't matter if they want to go dressed as a jellyfish, let them. I there think, you go. I think <laughs> one of the, the biggest impacts, at least again, I've seen when I see you talk spoken about on Reddit is kids reaching out to you because they can't get that at home because we do have a generation of um, parents, and I don't know why, that that are coming out that do not want to give their kids an inch, don't want to let them breathe and have decided their, ki- their kids socially, politically have to be an exact replica of them. And it's it's really caused a problem, especially for these kids being trapped inside during the pandemic, away from their friends. They haven't figured out how to express themselves and the parents didn't want to hear it. So I know oh, for a lot yeah. of kids, you made a big difference there. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, and I'm trying to, and I and I hope that I'm able to continue to do that because if if they're missing something at home and they can they can get that from me and they they have a better day tomorrow at school, hey, that's wonderful and that's wonderful news to me and it does make a difference in in their life. Again, this was way before social media. I had Miss Jenny, you know, and now they've got they've got Mama Tot, you know, they've got Mama Tot. Do you think Miss Jenny? I've heard you talk about her on your videos before. Do you think the impact she's had on you that you've been able to pass on is an is something an impact that was given to her or something she created? You know, I don't know. I I don't ever remember Miss Jenny really having conversations with me or Sarah, her daughter, talking about her mom. But Miss Jenny had five children and you know, she was so, it, it was, it was amazing to see because she was very, very close with all five of them. Like all five of them just doted on her. And then when, when the kids got older, she become a grandmother and her grandchildren dote on her. Like she's just as amazing to the grandchildren. So I don't know how Miss Jenny became Miss Jenny. And I don't know how she became this amazing, not just mother, but person. But she protected me. She, you know, they lived in our neighborhood, so I could just leave the house and go to Miss Jenny's house. She protected me and she spoke up for me and she put her foot down a lot of the times for me when it came to my mother. And I, I, she was my safe place, but however she got to be my safe place, I'm, I'm grateful for that. You being a safe place for so many young people now on the internet has literally saved lives. Have you ever considered creating a foundation or training people to do what you do? Not, not creating a, a foundation in that in that aspect. I am in the middle of creating a foundation in honor of my baby child. Um, now, will we lean? We there will be some mental health ex- aspects to it, absolutely. Um, but for that foundation, is going to lean more towards uh, troubled youth in our community, and then be branching out further. We're going to start in our own community first. Um, and, and there will be some mental health uh, assistant on there. Absolutely. We're going to have a big sister and a big brother program with the foundation. Um, so that's definitely going to be useful when it comes to, you know, hey, this 17 year old just 
really wants to know what it would be like to hang out with a brother one day. You know, he lost his brother a few years back. You know, it's it's, it's going to be for a lot of things. But as far as like just focusing on that, I I don't I I, I feel like I got to do more. There's there's so much more that I would want to do when it when it comes to that, if, if that makes sense. I, I, I have to tell my baby child story in some way, somehow and his life is 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 got to keep going under his foundation. Yes. And if we turn different directions once it's up and running, then then so be it. And I probably do see that happening because when someone is in need, I'm going to drop what I'm doing and, and <laughs> get it done for them. So I can't say no, but, you know, it. we want to, for the most part, we wanted to focus on, you know, the trouble team part of it uh, to be the majority of the focus of the foundation. I you know, I got to ask because of what you've built and what you've done for so many people. There, there's obviously the concern that TikTok is going to be banned and removed from the states entirely. Uh, yeah. Do you uh, basically do you have other places people can go and follow you and still get your message? Or is this like the one thing that people have? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and um, I'm in the process of thinking about a Patreon. Um, just really trying to figure out like what the goal of that would be. What would people really want more from me? Um, but oh yeah, I post daily on on all the socials for sure because um, you know I've got a little bit of a different group over there on on Facebook. It's a little more uh, of all ages, you know. Um, so I do have a lot of people that just follow me on Facebook and Instagram and don't have a TikTok and don't follow me. So it's kind of you know fifty fifty. But yeah, I, I post everywhere for sure. I find Do you worry that you might lose the 11 million people who come and follow you and listen to you? Because it's a huge amount of people that rely on your support. I mean, I, I'm not going to worry and stress about it. I, I could, you know, they'll find me. They'll, they'll find me. They'll, they'll look for me. If, if, if something were to happen, they'll look for me. And, you know, because every day the account just continues to grow and grow and grow. Mm -hmm. And that's not the only one that does that. Um, you know, my Facebook has done the same thing. It's grown quite fast too, even just as from December actually. Um, but no, what I, would I miss some of my original tater tots? Absolutely. If I don't see them, because I, I look for them in the comments. If I ain't, if I ain't seen them commented in a few days, I start messaging them. Hey, are you okay? You know, I've made so many little friends on the app. So I would hope that they would find me. And if not, I'm still going to keep doing what I feel I need to be doing. I find Wonderful. it so interesting. Um, I look at you. I look at Bear. Bear runs a kids nonprofit. You are opening up your foundation. And I see so many people, so many good people coming out of social media that I think it would be a damn shame if they uh, if, if they did pull TikTok. I will say that. But for you, moving forward, if people want to follow you, they can find you where and how. And I'm going to encourage them to because they should. You're, <laughs> you are like, I see you consistently. I watch you. Okay. Well, my, my Facebook is under my name, Ophelia Nichols. Um, and then of course my Instagram is under the same as TikTok, shoe lover 99. Uh, and then my YouTube is also going to be under Ophelia Nichols. And like I, I said, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking on, on the Patreon, if, if that would be the right thing for me to do, if people would actually want that. So I'm, I don't know yet. They would. I'd go. 
I watch you. Like I work in media and I watch you. I know a lot of people in Hollywood that do. So I'm just saying, I think that, I think what you do is invaluable. We spend so much time watching trash. I'm, I'm like the leader of watching trash on our phones that when something good comes along, something authentic and something we can connect with, it makes a huge difference. And I think you make I, a lot I of difference. I understand. I understand. I'm the same way. I understand. So we have about three minutes till the end of the show. Is there anything you want to say to everyone out there? Just that I, I truly do appreciate everything and everyone. It's It's been a rough year this year and they have just healed me a little bit each day. And I just want to thank them for that and that I appreciate them. And, oh, and I do have something exciting. I hope I can say this. Yes, ma'am. Um, I will be in Anaheim, California for VidCon this year, next month, the end of June. So if I have any tater tots in Anaheim, I would love to see them and get my arms around them and give them a big hug. Go see her. That is wonderful. We're gonna be, I think we're going to be at VidCon too. Actually, so I'll make Bear come say hi. That would be very nice. That would be very nice. I would love that, actually. So we will definitely stop and say hi. Guys, go see her. Make sure you are following her. If you are ever having a blue day, she is the perfect person to listen to, no matter where you are. Um, Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I, I have to tell you, I know how much of a difference you've made. I know you hate Reddit. But if you ever get the chance, you are one of literally one of the the links people put up on the suicide prevention portions. So thank thank you for telling me. I I, I can't say I'm going to go run to it, but <laughs> I, may, maybe I'll see it one day. I'll, I'll get I'll get my girlfriend Lisa to find it and just screenshot a nice minute for me. <laughs> yeah, I probably I would not I would not delve into Reddit. It's it's a pretty it's it's not the place to go. You're all sunshiny and sweet. I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> There's the aspect that pertains to you, but the rest of it is where dreams go to die. Yeah. So okay. it was, it's, I, I completely understand. Uh, quick shout out, Bear. Thank you very, very much. Make sure you're following Bear Fiora. Oh, Make and sure. to that, thank you for, uh, I, I'd say you gave your plugins earlier some. I should have given mine at the time, but I got to say it now before we run out of time. But thank you to Fresh Coachella. That's their tag on, on a, uh, oh my Instagram. God, why am I blaming Instagram? Thank you. I get hit too much, apparently. <laughs> How but yes, they make me look. Today? I don't know, but Fresh Coachella makes me look awesome while I'm getting punched in the face. Thank you, guys. That is the worst ad you could give them. Look pretty <laughs> while being punched. That's that's not. I don't know why they. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Scenes. I hope everything's going well with you today. Make sure you're looking after yourselves. Drink some water. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.